So number 127 of the Jacked In uh, cast, your boy Metal X2 and Josh Rockstar, Josh Rockstar in the studio. Yeah, that's the first time I've messed up. <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you? What's good? Good. I'm doing okay. Uh, I was a little under the weather before, but now I'm feeling better. So I'm ready that's, for another that's, one. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I see we got a lot of news to cover this week. Uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, but before we get into everything, just want to see how you're doing and see what games you've been playing, and you know we can we can jump into that. Yeah, I've been playing a very wonderful game. It, it's a game. It's a game that I might be my game of the year so far. This oh. game is called Tunic. And Tunic, Tunic. Yes. Okay. Imagine the remake of Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. The the one that had like the really weird oh, wait, graphics. Wait. Is that the game with the fox on the front? It looks like yeah. a Legend. Of, oh, it looks like a Link to the yeah. Past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and so that plus Dark Souls. It's got like a little bit of a Souls uh, mechanic to it, where like when you die, you can pick up your your soul. And get your like your your coins back and stuff um and the 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 fighting mechanics is like pretty well like almost like fighting dark souls bosses like they have that aspect to it this game had my jaw on the floor so many times and i had to pick it right back up off the floor i was amazed by what this game did and how it it used like such an interesting mechanic uh as part of the the game the game doesn't tell you what to do you have an instruction manual built into the game that you have to find pages uh of and uh reassemble it and on each page it'll give you hints about certain things so it'll tell you like okay so you have to go to this area now and you got to get this item uh and it'll give you hints on secret treasures or it'll It'll tell you, okay, you need to upgrade your stance because uh, you're going to fight a tough boss soon. So this this instruction booklet is constantly like unfolding. And the game the game is linear, so you have to do like all the dungeons, quote unquote, in one way. It's not mm-hmm. like um, like some of the other Legend of Zelda games. You can do the dungeons in whatever order you want. This one, you have mm-hmm. to do everything in the one way. But the instruction booklet is, is paced like that. Um, on purpose so like just as you're like you think you're getting stuck there's a page that'll tell you okay you have to go to this place now um they're they're on the way to 100 percent completing it i did have to use the internet because i couldn't figure it out myself but holy holy hell some of these secret treasures there's hints on the floor and on the walls there are these little line puzzles and the way you would unlock a treasure is you have to follow that line puzzle and press the combination on the D-pad. So mm-hmm. if it's like a zigzag, so going up up the wall, it's like press left up, right up, 
left up right up and some of these codes are long so i was like putting in these like 30 input codes 40 input codes to get these like secret treasures or open a secret place that you could go right this game was something i never experienced before uh, maybe like back in the day if you're an snes or nes gamer this might have been like a similar experience but this was fantastic and i really recommend it for anybody who's interested in like legend of zelda or interested in like indie games as well this was wonderful it's either this or stray that's my game of the year so far uh but we'll see what happens when god of the uh, god of warrior ragnarok comes around you mean game of the year for a PlayStation game, right? It, it's, uh, I think it's on Xbox and Switch as well. I think so. Mm -hmm. Okay, because right now Xenoblade is, is, is killing it for me. I mean, I'm just oh, being honest. Okay. Well, I, haven't, I'm, I haven't played Xenoblade yet. yet. And, and that's why. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is... is is that's for me um <laughs> the story mode i mean it doesn't give me the same wow that two gave me because two was awesome but um so far it's xenoblade chronicles 3 however um i'm sorry i've been watching a lot of videos with gotham knights um that's looking pretty uh, nice that, that, um that's looking all right yeah no it's just looking really mm -hmm. good i've watched yeah. a lot of people play it i want to get into it and play it myself and we got this scarlet and violet that's coming out in november yeah um you know so it's it's honestly there's a lot of there's a lot of good games that's that's coming out this year um surprisingly especially when it's looked supposedly look like a dead year and then nintendo mm -hmm. said we're gonna come in and, and rock it all the way through they've literally dropped bangers every month um of different mm -hmm. games uh i think we have yeah. what for october we have sparks of hope i think i think that comes out this yeah. month um yep. what else do we have coming out this month uh, we have uh, um uh cod i think is coming out this month yeah yeah and we, we have cod yeah it's hard for yep. cod to go win a game of the year and it's unfortunate because yeah. You yeah, know, not I mean, not in this day and age. Yeah, yeah it's it, and I really it feel like it's 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 sad, but it's true. I feel like if a game is not either an adventure game or an RPG, it can't win game of the year. Mm -hmm. No racing games win game of the year. Puzzle games don't win game of the year. RTS strategy games don't win game of the year. Um, it's either a JRPG or an action adventure game and mostly the former right you have most of like horizon or listen of zelda or uh god of war like you get those elden rings yeah. elden ring right those are the games yeah. that kind of will win game of the year um so it's it sucks but and one and, and also i've noticed too um actually you know what is there a hold on I just want to see because um list of game of the years okay so let's see here because oh, everybody man. has their own version of game of the year all right are so, we looking at like the game awards um or like uh yeah because like everybody's got like their game of the year game awards last year was um it takes two it takes two yeah all right and the one before that was the last of us before that was Sekiro. Before oh, yeah, that, it was right. God of War. Before that, it was Legend of Zelda. And before that, was Overwatch. Right? Before that, was The Witcher 3. And before that, was Dragon Age Inquisition. 
So, I mean, do we want to go off the game rewards? Like, I don't know. Like, what's the best? I don't even know what's the best game awards to go off of. Yeah, uh, maybe IGN would be like the widest scale we could go. Like, remember how back in the day, remember how back in the day they used to pay, they used to put game of the year on the game cover. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you would you would wonder who deemed that game game of the year. <laughs> you know, I, that, that's just like um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Far Cry Six. They have a game of the year edition coming out uh, very soon. But who gave that game of the year? I have no idea. So you know what? Let's look at GameSpot for instance. And I know this is completely yeah. you know, sidetracked, but I mean it's always fun. So Deathloop won game of the year last really? year. Yeah, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Um, Half-Life Alex, which is the Half-Life VR version, I actually played it. That was a 2020 game of the year. Sekiro was 2019, which that's consistent with um, with Game Awards. Red Dead Redemption 2 was 2018. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, again, that was uh, synonymous with, um, with uh, Game Awards 2017. Uh, Overwatch, yep. that's also synonymous as well, 2016. The Witcher 3, 2015, same. Middleverse Shadow of Mordor was 2014. Now, I, I remember uh, Game Awards didn't go back that far because it hasn't been going on as long as yeah, some of the other Yeah, it places. was uh, something else, Spike TV or something. I yeah. can't remember, but Middleverse yeah. Shadow of Mordor was 2014. Link Between Worlds, Legend of Zelda was 2013. Journey was 2012. Skyrim was 2011. Red Dead Redemption, the first one was 2010. Demon Souls, 2009. Souls. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4, 2008. Guns of Patriots, uh, 2007. Super Mario Galaxy, 2006. Gears of War, 2005. RE4, Resident Evil 4, 2004. World of Warcraft. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker was 2003, Metroid Prime 2002, and Grand Theft Auto 3 2001, uh, Chrono Cross and The Sams were 2000, Soul Calibur and EverQuest was 99, Ocarina of Time and Grand Fandango was 98. Um, so it looks like they were they were split up the Game Awards PC and console is the way it looks, and then they joined it back together for 97. Uh, Total Annihilation, 96 Diablo, and that's it. That's the last 25 years of Game Awards. So I kind of stand by what I say that if it's not an RPG game, I'm not even going to say RPG, adventure game. If it's not an adventure game, it's not winning. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's just not the, winning it. The only standout is 2021 for IGN. Uh, they gave the game of the year to Forza Horizon 5. But otherwise, yeah. And that, and All unfortunately, that doesn't even count. I mean, I'm seeing here Gears of War, and that's 2006. But they gave it because of the um, of the uh, the story, which is the first, the first sentence of what they say. A uh, healthy multiplayer package and an action-packed story. Gears of War is a terrific action game that even after four years still stands apart from right. So, and this was 2006. This was the this was the uh, the the redo of Gears of War. Is this the mm-hmm. this is the the uh, uh, remake, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, this is this is the remake because the original one was only on 360. Yeah, and what got it was the PC version of Gears of War, not even the Xbox version of Gears of War. It was the PC version. The PC version is everything that the 360 was and more. So, I mean, they were going off the visuals and and everything that what the PC version is. So, again, I don't even think that's kind of fair, but you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, not to not to stray too far away from it though. But um, it's it's kind of interesting to see what games when you know game of the year and things like that. I myself, what have I been playing? I've tried to play Deal uh, Diofield Chronicles. Um, it's really bland to me. It's hasn't captivated me. Um, the battle system is excellent. It's fresh. It's new. It's like a RPG RTS kind of thing where it kind of constantly be assigning tasks. But I mean, it seems like there is really no death or um, I don't know difficulty. You just tell everybody to attack this target, beat it to a pulp. Tell everybody to attack this target, beat it to the pulp. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. It's just there's no it's like there's no strategy with it i don't know i could be wrong i'm still i think i'm on the second chapter or something right now but it's not it's not pulling me in you know what i mean and i, and I think because i'm just kind of waiting for the dlc for xenoblade chronicles 3 which drops in a couple weeks um i'm playing that uh i'm i'm actually started playing trails uh zero legend of hell yeah uh started playing that um, I didn't even go back to Digimon Survive because I'm just not. I really, really upset with what happened with Digimon Survive. I'm not even joking. I I was expecting a highly deep battle system. Um, go collect. Just for an example, I played Digimon Cyber Sleuth, and I've put over 120 hours in that game. Okay. That game was excellent. When I say excellent, I loved it. Went back through, made, you know, created, got to a part of the game where I got stuck. I was getting killed, leveled up all my Digimon, made some more fusions, went back through it. And I was only able to finish the game because I went back and made a whole elite team full of fusions. But it took me hours to even get those fusions, hunting for the correct Digimon. Um, fulfilling the correct evolution paths and making sure like it was just a whole lot of stuff this game put the game in auto battle and just let him fight that's it oh yeah for survive yeah that's it just put him in auto battle and then do the whole conversations to get a digimon to join your team if it doesn't work exit the game reload it back up talk to him again let him catch you if it doesn't work restart the game talk to them again, answer all the questions, add them all correctly, and they join your team. Like, it's just... <sighs> they had a good formula with Cyber Sleuth, okay? And 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 they, had, they have two different games. Uh, it's It was a two-pack. And I actually feel like going back and playing the other one. Um, There's memory. Yes, yes. yes. It, it was mm-hmm. two different ones. And you I can like build off back. of that, too. Like, you can yeah. take everybody and just put it in yeah mm-hmm. yeah Keep so going. it just it just it it really it really bothered me um digimon survive they kept delaying this game delaying this game and they went and made some novel come on man i'm hoping the the bandai namco leak is real because it had 
first of all, Little Nightmares 3. I hope that's real. And then I, I hope that Digimon uh, Cyber Sleuth 3 is real. That's all they said was like Digimon Cyber Sleuth uh, 3. They didn't have like an official title for it. But mm -hmm. I hope that they're making it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I I think I'm gonna go back and because I think I'm gonna go back and play uh um uh, what is it Hacker's Memory because they were telling me so the, the, apparently the two games are separate and I thought they were the same game um but I'm gonna go back and uh and transfer everything over from Hacker's Memory I me mean, Cyber Sleuth to Hacker's Memory. And, I think and, all your medals transfer over too. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So like medals and, and Digimon, which is nice. Okay. That's yeah. nice. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I mean that's that's what I'm playing. Of course, I'm playing a good old Smash. Oh, and I'm playing Tim Tim too. But I kind of put a pause on that because I was playing um, other games. But um. Yeah, I still haven't even started Temtem. It's still in the yeah. wrap. <laughs> it's an MMO, so you don't have to go and blast it. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, like whenever we get to it, it'll be there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, let's get in on these uh, these these topics here. This week we're covering the future of CD Projekt Red, um, Overwatch 2, and how um, the game was attacked while it was released uh google stadia officially going in the ground and uh yeah that so um <laughs> let's kick it off with the with this week episode 127 of the jack Tim podcast go ahead josh let's kick us off with with your lovely cd project red because you know me let me not start will you 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 at least appreciate that they could put like witcher 3 on the switch like and the magic that they put for that port. That's like, not so. even magic. That's called witchcraft. Okay, let's get that's it straight. Witchcraft. That's that's, that's not even. Magic. That's not even. That's not even. Uh, that's not even. Um, what's the word? That's not even. That's sorcery. The fact that they got this game <laughs> running on the Switch and it may not as run as well as it does on the Steam Deck, but it looks better on the switch oled than the steam deck okay and that's beauty thanks to the beautiful oled screen that nintendo has put in and the oled version aka swoled um but yeah it, it, that's just that's just that but i i do appreciate that of uh, them bringing get that game of the year a game like that of that expanse um and it wasn't a cloud version it is the full no. game on the system yeah so to all those developers out there square enix i'm talking to you because you thought it was okay to put kingdom hearts 3 kingdom hearts 1 and 2 on a cloud edition and say we're just gonna sell this on out there y'all not gonna care it's just that we just gonna throw it out there we actually do care and nobody was playing that sloppy crap so um yeah we we're we not, not gonna let that go nope like, not gonna at be all. like episode 400 of the jacked in podcast we're gonna bring that up Sorry, nope. Square. Nope. We're not letting that go. But yeah, nope. so CD Projekt Red announcing just about like their next 15 years of stuff that they're working on. We all know how long it takes to make these games. 20 years. Even if they're opening up like new studios. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, John, 
an anime saved this game. That, that That's something I forgot to bring up uh, during uh, what we played. Uh, I'll say slash what we watched. I watched the uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runner anime in one sitting. It was that the whole good. thing. <laughs> the whole thing in one. I told sitting. you. I told oh. you. Oh my god! What a good show. I I told you all the, like when I watched it, I I wanted to start it over from the beginning again. Just to bring him back, and you know I don't want to spoil it, but I, I just wanted to watch it over again, and yeah, and I was like, "Yo, where, where's where's Cyberpunk?" I was on the phone looking. Can I buy the PS4 version and get the free upgrade, or buy the the, the get the free? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to go look, look. Where can I find it? I know they have it on sale for like two dollars somewhere, and somebody yeah, is yeah. cheap and cheerful <laughs> being. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but and then I was like. Wait a minute. Let me let me come back to reality. Cyberpunk is a first-person game, and it plays nothing like the show. And then I said, "Never mind. I don't want to play it." Yeah, it, it's it, it's a trade-off, I guess, being in first-person. At least you can get David Martinez's jacket in the game, and I you can get Rebecca's care. gun. I don't. That's care. cool. I'm gonna tell you how this game should have played. Okay, this game should have played like. I guess the what's that no no um and oh yes open world from the richer but it should have played like oh gosh what is it oh my gosh or, um, or even over the shoulder right no no not even over the shoulder what's that plastic game that bandai damco came out with where um they could i played it on xbox Oh my gosh! And you, you know what? Uh, I'm actually pissed off right now um, because I don't remember this game. And uh, it's Bandai Namco. It's in my library. Oh my gosh! I actually played it, and on yeah, it is. It's an adventure game where you can use. It was based off an anime. Oh, oh my gosh and it was on game pass and i was playing it like crazy oh my gosh i feel so busted where you can like summon the different powers and abilities from these different people that you have uh formed relationship oh, um, bonds with scarlet scarlet nexus that that that, that. scarlet freaking nexus let me tell you the combat in this in that game should have been that and this is the reason why i say that because that game was so fluid it and being able to go and upgrade the way that the show had oh modify this part modify this part make me stronger it's almost kind of like uh gotcha force or like a gundam game you know what I'm saying? Where you're you're editing different parts to make you stronger. Okay, I have legs. I can jump higher. Okay, I got the arm kit. Mm -hmm. I can You know what I'm saying? Cyberpunk is nowhere near that at all. Not. I, I admit that first person does hurt it a little bit. Oh, no, no. A lot of it. A lot of it. A lot of it. A lot of it. Because, and this I is think... the reason why I say a lot. Because you lose in touch. The reason why we fell in love with martinez because we could see him 
okay? We could see him. We could connect with him. We saw all the emotion he was going through. We could see the person for who he was. In Cyberpunk, the only time you can see a person is either in a cutscene or in specific ones when you're riding on the bike or in a mirror. There, there is a moment in the game where you do see her or him, uh, and it, it it pays off. It really does. But like, I I can I can agree with that. Like, I there are, there are moments, especially with the fact that like V is fully voiced. There are moments where I wish, in certain cir circumstances, you could see her, because you don't see her at all during the game, other than those moments you mentioned. And that other part that I mentioned. But yet you spend two hours in a customer creation screen. Customizing yeah, that's a, gena uh, that's genitalia, you know, bust, this, this and that. All to not be able to see it. But we're not going to go there because we talked about that already. So going back to Cyberpunk, <laughs> I really hope that with the next game or with the expansion, they give you like a a a fluid feel that you can be immersive in a game with for, without first person. And honestly, um, that's the reason why I actually do not like uh, I do not like um, Resident Evil, the newer ones, because of the first person. That's just me. You disconnect, you lose. I, I, it's just, and then, I mean, don't get me wrong. One of the best ones was Resident Evil 4, but Resident Evil 4 wasn't first person. It was third person. Yeah, right? It was over, over it shoulder. was over, it was over the shoulder. So you still got a chance to see Leon. These first person ones, leave that for VR. Don't make that the main game. Like these new ones, you can't play through it over and over. It just feels like you're on a train rail and you're going this way, go that way, go that way, game is done. I, I feel like they need to um, bring back that. And if they wanna add multiplayer in a new sequel, make it third person or you know, bring the whole camera behind and you get to see him move. I don't know, look at, look at my Modern Warfare uh, 2, I was playing the beta. The whole third person mode on that game, oh my gosh, it breathes a new breath of fresh air into that game. I can't imagine caught in third person. Oh, it's so wonderful. It feels like playing division. Oh, it's amazing. Ooh, it, okay. it is amazing. Like, yeah, when you when I you, like division. When you squeeze the trigger down, it puts you into first person mode. But when you're in third person, because you can see so much of the map, you can't run around the map. Because count on everybody else being able to see a a a, a big picture, so you got to yeah. Kinda nobody be, can sneak up on you. Yeah, I mean you can, but it's harder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it play, the whole game plays a different flow. Getting kills is much more satisfying. Mm, nice. I I like it. So I actually have uh, Modern Warfare Reserve. Contrary to me, I said not going any more Call of Duties for a long time, but. Uh, this is actually making me want to go back and play it again. So, um, cheers mm -hmm. to the third person. Nice. Yeah, but um, maybe, maybe in the cyberpunk, the cyberpunk sequel, they'll uh, they'll think about it. And also, they got the mods going too. So, 
I, I remember there was a moment where they had it working in third person, and I'm sure some somebody who's implementing mods is working on it right now to make it like actually work. But look at look at The Witcher. The Witcher wasn't first person. The Witcher didn't have guns though. That's another. Aspect. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Max Payne was one of the greatest. Max Payne two and three. It were some of the greatest games that they weren't first person. They was third person. They even had to have bullet time there. Hmm. I don't even remember Max Payne on the 360 and the, uh, on the PS3. Mm -hmm. I love that game. It's the good stuff. So those remakes are coming soon. I, I think I think I think first person is what destroyed Cyberpunk. Uh, as far I me, mean, not first person, guns. The guns for me is what destroyed. Yes, I know guns are fun, but just like there's so many other successful games that you could run third person right gears of war um and let's 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 go all the way back call of duty started off as a third person game believe it or not call of duty was third person first then they end up bringing first person because third person was been a highly requested feature to bring back to it well hold on. i think i let me see it it might have started off first person but i think it went to third person right after um because i, I know a few it of was, the games were third person yeah I think so so um it's a just, few before they went to like back to the first person yeah but either way it go there's so many other games and even if there was no other any other games doing it i feel like they could have um they they could have created something of their own i just feel like it, it missed it and i feel like that's why i mean yes the whole game kind of sunk and burned or whatever um, but I just, for me, okay, I'm not saying for everybody, but for me, it felt like you would have been more in the action had you been able to see your character customized. And, and I mean, look at GTA. GTA has guns. GTA is one of the biggest games that's out there. And what is that? Yeah, they added first person in later, but most mans don't even play first person. They play third. Hmm. You know, there's a little bit of GTA inspiration in Cyberpunk too. And I wonder yeah. if they did it in third person, how it it might have panned out a little better. Well, of yeah. course, they had to put in a working cop system, but that's another story. Whole nother yeah. story. But yeah, but way. yeah. So our original plans, from what I heard, because uh, CD Projekt Red keeps getting info leaked over and over again, oh, was that they had one expansion plan for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and that was it. Everybody else was. Witcher, Witcher, let's go, Witcher. Now, because of this anime, like these guys should be kissing the ground that Studio Trigger walks on till 2077 and beyond. Because True. they they brought like with all this hype around this anime and around the series now, they said, okay, we're gonna make a sequel to Cyberpunk. And uh they're making a whole new studio to go with it. Mm -hmm. It's it's being stationed in Boston, and a lot of the people who live in Poland in Warsaw, where CD uh, Project Red is, a lot of those people are moving to Boston uh, and heading that studio. That's a huge life change. Uh, one of the guys, his name is uh, Pavel Sasko. He's the quest uh, director for it. He's going to be heading up that team in uh, in Boston, along with a, a a bunch of people who worked on the um, the the game. So mm -hmm. between the Boston and the Vancouver team, they're going to be working on this new cyberpunk. Um, the multiplayer game that 
they talked about a long time ago is not coming out for 2077. They'll probably put it into um, this new um, Cyberpunk game, this new uh, sequel. Uh, but but Witcher, on the other hand, is getting a crap ton of stuff. They, they've already announced that their next Witcher is the start of a new trilogy. So effective, you can say that's three Witcher games so far. Then they got another Witcher game being made by a studio outside of CD Projekt Red. That's four Witcher games. They got a game that's being made by one of the studios they own called Molasses Flood. That's a fifth Witcher game. And they're probably going to have multiplayer as part of it, or maybe something that spins off of these titles. So that's another another project that maybe yeah. it, it might be its own multiplayer. Um, and then they're working on the early machinations of a brand new IP that's not Witcher or Cyberpunk. So mm-hmm. with the way these guys make games, this is a, a schedule that's going to probably go to the PS6, the Xbox, whatever they decide to call it. And I think they might be spreading themselves pretty thin doing this. Unless they they made these um, these announcements to hire talent, maybe mm-hmm. they they want people to see. Oh, look, we got all this stuff working on, and then come work for us. Uh, and uh, and these are all the projects you'll work on. Otherwise, like, what do you, what do you think? Do you think it's smart to just put your your future set in stone this way, like for the next like 10, 10 years? I mean. I go back to what you said before about uh, them kissing the ground and Studio Trigger walk on. I mean, I feel like this game will be successful as long as they can start bringing out cyberpunk uh, anime series, right? And it's bringing a lot more viewing to it to make these moves make sense. Because honestly, truly, without sight, like I even I even read somewhere before when I was looking online cyberpunk edge runners explains the real world impl- implications of cyber psychosis better than the game mm-hmm. did. the game had yeah, a hard time really explaining what it is and again it goes back to what I'm saying you got a chance to experience it I mean for me there wasn't enough episodes honestly they, they could have yeah they it went it by out. fast uh, I, yeah. oh my gosh it could have been hour-long episodes and I would have been okay with it um but it's just, it's just, I I feel like Martinez and V both have a same similar feeling where they're quote unquote special. Um, and, and I guess maybe uh, the Edge Runners did something different because, uh, uh, you know, in the game, when you first start off, you're kind of understanding that V is somehow connected to Johnny Silverhand and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to figure out, you know, how did that connect up with the show? In the show, Martinez never was really linked up to anybody per se. He was just special because of his bloodline right because of his mom and then he's learning you know his roots and why he is what he is and had his mom stayed alive i mean they could have fought side by side and really they, they could have probably killed adam smasher that's just me and me if they both were alive but because nobody in in the team and and i won't try to give any spoilers nobody in the team that he's on was up to his level everybody else was kind of like down here right like everybody could be able to distract but without Martinez being there, uh, their team was like, mm, it's down there. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it kind of just, 
I, I, I wish that they would have, I don't know. I mean, they had to do what they had to do, but I'm just going to stick by what I said. In order for them to be successful, they need the anime. They need it. Mm. Because they should be exploring another one with maybe oh. with it has to be with different characters. Oh, and yeah, like, have, has to be. Yeah, I, actually, no, 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 no. They could go a Xenoblade Chronicles route, okay? So it, you, I, you've never played it. If you play Xenoblade Chronicles 1, okay, that's a whole different game. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is a whole different game, but it's in the same universe okay and xenoblade chronicles 3 takes the whole universe of one and two mashes it together and ties everything up right mm -hmm. so what they could do they could go two ways they can allow um oh my gosh what's her face what's the girl the the the, the main character that oh, was with me? martinez no of the oh, oh, show yeah, lucy. Lucy, lucy yes they could yeah. do two things they can allow another season to allow um to keep going with lucy okay um and they could either allow lucy to be pregnant and give birth for martinez to continue his bloodline they can go that way mm -hmm. uh they can allow her to explore a different life and she form her own team okay and they can go another route or they could start with a whole different test and then somehow learn at the end of that season that lucy has her own you know team or squad cyberpunk squad dedicated to martinez and maybe she could she change her whole way of thinking and maybe you could pit those two teams against each other in the third season mm -hmm. or something because that, that again that's how that's how xenoblade chronicles did they had one road here one road here and without giving too much lore because i know it's a whole lot but in order for those two worlds to exist they um xenoblade chronicles 3 meshed the two worlds together and it allowed the two uh main characters one from each game cross over in the same world together which shows that you can see Shulk eventually and Rex eventually because it shows they're in the future mm. in both games. So they could turn that approach, but either way it goes, the the show, I mean, the game needs to show. Hey, mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like this where you have a show come two years later, three years later, and completely take a whole shot of, of adrenaline and shoot it up into a game. They're like, oh yeah, we got to run back and go play this game. I mean, I, it, it, to me, I, I'm not going to lie. I wanted to go play Cyberpunk right after watching the show. And I'm like, yo, I want to go. I was thinking meet, about it too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I want to go meet uh, Martinez. Like I want to have the same. Because I mean, if you see the action scenes, yes, there is guns. Okay. There is guns. But the main character doesn't even use guns. He's all hand-to-hand. No, he he's hand-to-hand -hand combat. Where is that? And where is that cyberpunk? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can actually do it. You can. Yeah. But in it's the game. it's but it's looked at very horribly. Like it's not. It's like you, you can, but you, guns, right? It's it, more gun focused. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that's, that way. And and that shouldn't that shouldn't be. If you remember um, the game Anarchy Reigns that was on uh, mm -hmm. 360, give me something like that. Give me a re... Or even make Cyberpunk... Give me the Bakers of Gundam or something. Make a Cyberpunk game where you can buy chips or even something like Metabots. You know? 
build you together uh, uh you know what i'm saying build you together a cyberpunk person based off of you have a set amount you can have and going into battle we'll see how fast you can trigger cyber psychosis and if you're in cyber psychosis you're stunned you're you're become groggy kind of like again scarlet nexus remember how you went into the field uh, i don't know if you played it but once you went into like the super cyber field that you create the longer you stayed in that form the more you couldn't regain consciousness or whatever and if oh. you stayed in that form too long you were completely rendered useless uh, your your brain was shot they need something like, like that. Cyber That's yeah. what I'm saying. They need something yeah. like that. Because right now, watching that anime, I want to go play like David Martinez, and you can't find that at all. You can. You can. There, there's a build. You can. But yeah. not the same you can, way. You can get all the parts and do it. Like. I know, but not the same way. Not the. You can, but it's not going to feel the same way. You know, you're in, you're in first person. You're not gonna same feel the same fluidity like the anime, or even close to it. And I know that there's games where you can play like that. It's just you you see everybody else with the gun. I mean, even the way Lucy um, moves, nobody moves like her in 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 the game. No, it's not. It's not. So I'll leave it at that. But anyway, that's what I expected from the new game. Give me some of that, and I'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like CD Projekt Red just popped off with all these things, and uh, I, I I hope that that Cyberpunk game isn't a mess like this one was, so they don't have to put themselves in this situation where the anime has to save it. And I, I'm just happy that there's more because it, it would have been sad to leave it out just one expansion. Because I, I, as the the anime sh clearly showed, this this world is rich. Like there's so many things about it you can explore, like how Night City is this seedy place that nobody wants to be, but people are stuck there. And, and it's like cyber psychosis is a real thing. You can lose yourself by augmenting yourself. And there's just like, there's a lot to this. And I'm glad like they have one more opportunity to explore it. I agree. So we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess I guess you could call that the good news bit of the uh, the show because now we're going to get into the bad news. Mm -hmm. uh, starting with Overwatch Two, uh, have you downloaded it or like? I've actually played it. Oh, you played it? Okay. Yeah. Um, you were able to get it in the queue. I was. Or... forty-five minutes later. Um, it's. I guess maybe I'm not really an Overwatch fan because to me. It's not, it's more or less the same thing, except now they want you to pay even more money because they realize, hey, let's be like Fortnite. Let's not let you buy a game and play over and over. Let's go live service. Let's bring a battle pass. If you're brand new to the game, let's, um, let's gatekeep you behind all, and lock all the characters to where you have to play 50 mm -hmm. matches to unlock all the characters yeah. um let's make it where if you want to unlock all the characters from the beginning you have to buy you know characters and i understand why they did it um they did it because overwatch is such a huge game uh kind of like cod to where you want to stand back and this is the reason why i hate streaming uh not gonna say hate but i strongly dislike people who post videos online 
of games that they play and they do well at because nine times out of ten it's not realistic if they were playing against people and their skill level and and actually play a game they won't be able to pop off crazy like that so what they do mm -hmm. is they have a term called sandbagging where they create a new account and they either sandbag their current account or they use a brand new account to sink the rank down and allow them to play with some of the easier skill level people and and then they can play at their 100 percent best and then that's when they record their videos and they get to pop off like crazy they, they do the same thing on um call of duty um uh, and so now there's a whole controversy about the skill skill based matchmaking but that's a whole different conversation my whole thing with overwatch is is they had to stop people from buying a new account and just starting over either sandbagging their account so that's i can understand why they did that um but the whole point of overwatch 2 was supposed to be a different flow an adventure game it was supposed to be mm -hmm. a co-op it was supposed to be something new if you want to play the original overwatch go back and play overwatch one if you want the co-op experience the adventure multiplayer missions where you're all on the same team or you want to play a solo based overwatch can play overwatch 2 if you have two different games run side by side blizzard knows how to do it because look at wow they have the new expansion and then they have the classic mode you can go back and relive all the they, they know how to do it they just chose to do it the money grubbing and i dislike that. yep they chose not to do it this time yep yeah. That's that's the way I feel for that. They they could have they could have done that so different. In fact, the part of the game that made me look for look forward to Overwatch Two is on pause. We don't even know when it's coming out. We yeah, don't we don't even know if it's coming out in twenty twenty three. Like it right. might be not till twenty twenty four at this rate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. went through all the trouble of showing a gameplay demo in this one stage and this story mode where all the heroes jump out of the ship and you take control of different uh different characters and they have different powers and the whole goal is to beat the mission and this, this and that. Kinda like a Destiny game, right? Cartoony version and and that it. But now all they did was refine the overwatch 2 battle system which is what they could have done in the first one they could have changed it around and did 5v5 with a huge update if fortnite can blow up a whole world in a game and start over from scratch the overwatch blizzard could have done the same thing they just chose yeah. not to yes you're not paying for a new game but that battle pass boy that ain't on it on the wrong nope yeah because like the newest character if this was Overwatch 1, you could just play as them, and it'd be no problem. Now, Kiriko is at level 55 of 80, so you have to grind up 55 levels. She's not even that good, so I played with her. If you're facing toward a ally, she throws these papers that heal. If you're facing toward an enemy, they turn blue. Yellow heal, blue enemy that cause oh, damage nice. support right? yeah she has a mercy zooming mood which is the left uh, ability where she claps her hands together and she disappears to the nearest ally right um 
and then she has our move where it's like a little grenade I still don't even know exactly what it does I don't know it's just I'm not interested it's more or less the same thing and this is not just about overwatch I played overwatch heavy when it first came out heavy it got boring and the reason why people like Pokemon had to reinvent the wheel because people got tired of playing the same thing. Now look at Pokemon did. They took a risk. Legend of Arceus. Now they got Scarlet and Violet. One of the biggest Pokemon anticipated games since the older ones. Everybody's looking towards Scarlet and Violet right now. Right? Um, that That's going to honestly blow the switch up. Honestly, mm -hmm. and the reason why I say that, look at what Splatoon 3 did. Splatoon 1 came out, Splatoon 2 was out. Splatoon 3 came out, they said that was the highest reserved game or something like that. Like, yeah. everybody and their mother was waiting for Splatoon 3, right? In Japan, I think it's the most, like, the best launch Yeah. Uh, out of a game. Yeah. Now, now I know that kind of makes me sound contradicting because... Oh, Splatoon 3 is the exact same thing as Splatoon 2, actually. Um, yes, they but, did change. Mm. They, they added a whole lot of quality of life improvements yeah, exactly. in the game. They did. And, and um, weapons and like a lot of and stuff. And they did a lot yeah. of stuff. They made Salmon Run where it runs all the time now. They've made the lobby better, things like that. They could have done that with Overwatch, but they choose to say, we're going to go this way. Splatoon 3, there's no battle pass. You pay the money for the game. You get the game. It's done right of mm -hmm. course there's going to be paid dlc that's fine we'll pay you developers for your work i have no problem paying a developer for the work but when you bring out something like a battle pass that forces me to have to play this game for me over and over and over and over and over for me to benefit anything out of it mm -hmm. you why why would it matter if i've played the game over i've paid the money i've got the game you've got the sale that's everything that's all it should matter at that point why is everybody looking at everybody else's wallets about oh you see what that fat wallet is over there from battle pass and free to play let's go join the same boat in a game where you're switching heroes is part of the experience like if you don't have the full roster like you can't counter pick you can't like switch to your your, your from your attack to your defense if you need it it's like it's important and they block off all these characters that you have to spend like 50 matches unlocking if you're new yep they they tried to play like they took a page out of Smash Brothers book and it didn't work. Yeah, you play, exactly. when you play Smash, you have the first starting uh, intro characters from the original Smash. I'm okay with that. It's a fighting game. There's no battle pass. Go on, let me play my hundred matches and I'll unlock all the characters. Fine. It's not competitive. So. Mm -hmm. it, it also doesn't help all these hurdles to getting in the game yeah. now because the the queue times are crazy still even after day two they've been at a ddos attack once and then today again so Ooh. they're trying to figure that out uh and this is supposed to be the beta of the game but they opened it to everybody which now they're having like people pissed off that they can't get in or mid-game they're getting kicked back to the lobby uh as well, this phone number thing is weird. Like, I, I get it why they're doing it, but like, that means yeah. like if you have a prepaid card, you're you're having issues or voice over IP, and it's a bit intrusive. I'm okay with that, and the reason why Overwatch is a big game, so stealing people's accounts was a big thing. Um, so. Uh, I mean, look at what's happening to people's Instagrams right now. I believe if everybody did two-factor authentication with their phone, they wouldn't be, excuse me, as much hacking 
going on for true uh, for yeah, instagram true. and 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 all these other games and stuff if two-factor authentication existed along with a uh authenticator um you could do two-factor with text or anything like that but i'm talking about an actual authenticator app that you use on your phone that only you can access that's guarded by a password so you can be able to see the randomly generated password that refreshes every 30 seconds yeah yeah like right? Authy or uh Authy, something exactly. like that Right. That's yeah. what they should have had, but they don't have it. So uh, the phone number is OK. Um, so I, I'm not knocking them for that. Right. Um, and one thing I know you're probably upset about is the PS5 version of the game is having a separate trophy <laughs> list. So you can't transfer the trophies over, which suck. But... That it, it wouldn't be so annoying if these trophies weren't so annoying. Like, there's one trophy where it's like, uh, kill four people with one rip tire from Junkrat. That, one, that one's on the easier side. But then yeah. you get stuff like, kill four people with one of, uh, Mercury, or his name's Cassidy now. Uh, like, kill four people with one of the, his special... Or there's these, like, really, like, situational trophies that I don't want to put on my account twice. So I'm going to play the PS4 version of the game, which still, uh, carries over all the trophies from the, uh, the last one. There you go. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm done with Overwatch. Really, uh, it's not fun. No, I'll, I'll give it a try, and then I'll wait till the the good stuff comes, like the co-op, the story mode, all this that's stuff that they, it. yeah, that that they promised in the beginning. That's, that's what was supposed to come, but they they pushed yep. this along first. Yep, yeah, that's what I'll wait for. Mm -hmm. Yep. And our, our last last topic for today i know we're at 53 minutes right now um i don't want to mention too much i don't want to stay on it too long because um it's it's something that's just happened and i know there isn't a whole lot of reasonings i know a lot of people have their own uh ideologies on what happened but google, google stadia is being shut down um surprise and, surprise yeah um it's i feel like i feel like google stadia the best way to correlate that is electric cars okay if everybody don't adopt it and if everybody don't get on board it's not going to go anywhere i feel like google stadia it's before it's time for it to be really Still, recognized yeah. for what it is google stadia tried to be the middle ground for the console war um and i mean this is a perfect example uh gotham knights when it drops gotham knights is a co-op game but there is no cross play okay and i blame the developers of gotham knights for not even having something as small as that why do you not have cross play i don't understand why do we not have cross progression either i do not mm -hmm. understand so when you're playing on Google Stadia, you can move from place to place to place to place. And, you know, you, you can be able to still play games like Destiny and they finally got everything switched up. So now people are actually playing um, Google Stadia more. Uh, I was actually speaking of Destiny. There was a guy, uh, his name was called Checkpoint Kid or something like that. He would create several different sessions uh within google stadia for destiny that will allow you to jump on him to start at certain places of the dungeon and very popular so now he has to redo his whole thing because oh. you know google stadia shutting down but the fact that i actually have a google, I actually have a google stadia 
and my son plays it more than I do. He's happy with the fact he's to hook it up to the TV and play it anywhere, which that's the way the game is meant to be played. Um, and it's easier than Game Pass because they have a device, which I believe Xbox will be getting their own dongle soon. But um, uh, other than that, I, I mean, I'm using even the, the Chromecast Ultra that comes with it. I'm just using it to cast my Peloton workouts on it on my tv in the garage it's not even that thing's actually pretty powerful yeah that that chromecast yeah i'm not even using it for what it's supposed to be used for funny um but uh google is actually giving refunds for um yeah you're gonna get all your all your money back right well i never bought it somebody else did so i kind of bought it from them um but uh it's just i don't know if there was no console war Google Stadia could have existed, but it just goes to show you how crazy the console war is. People got caught up within the PlayStation versus Xbox society, and it's kind of like the Android and iPhone society. The reason why there is no other cell phone that can exist, because right now, when you look at a cell phone, it's only two. I can promise you, you're going to have either of the two. And if you don't have that, you're like the 0.000001% that have either an and I mean a BlackBerry or a flip phone. Okay. Those are few, 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 few and far between. But being realistic, nine times out of ten, you're walking to somebody, they're either carrying an Android or iPhone. With the console war and all their friends and not understanding about peer pressure, when it came down to it, people would ask you one question. What console do you play on? Do you play on Xbox or PlayStation? Actually, I don't play on either. I, I I play on Stadia. Well, can you play with us? No, I can't. So you need to buy it on PlayStation, right? Yeah. And Google well, Stadia point? relied on crossplay for it to work. The problem is Google Stadia came too early. If Google Stadia would have came after crossplay is a norm. Google Stadia could have existed and allowed people to play some of the higher AAA games without having to buy a piece of hardware. Point blank, right? But at the end of the day, you have some people like myself that wants the highest quality fidelity picture. And I don't care how well streaming is, you're not gonna get that high quality. For example, when I play a game on Game Pass, I can only go up to like 1080p, I believe, on, mm-hmm. uh, I can only stream. But if I download it, I can take the full effect of my HDMI 2.1 TV, play on 60 frames and, and 4K and all that wonderful stuff because I have the game downloaded, okay? That was one thing that was holding the stadium back. The second thing was cross-play. Being able to say, okay, um, no matter what console you have, I can play with you. So if I have Google Stadia, so what? Now, again, Destiny got popular later because, it, you know, they have the full cross-play. You can play with Stadia, cross-progression. So even if you have your save file on PC, PlayStation, or Xbox, you can still jump in and play. That's the only way Google Stadia can live. And right now, there isn't enough of that. It is still 2022, and we still have developers dropping multiplayer co-op games with no cross-play. What yeah. the entire hell is happening? I yeah. don't know. No, I think you hit it on the head, like there. Like, if Google Stadia came out after crossplay was the thing, we might not be talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. but yeah or cross progression even like th this is still uh, a hang-up for a lot of people yep like there's still games coming out with none of these things yep and to go back to my prior point, um, re re correlating this with electric cars, if you look how far an electric car can take you versus a gas car, as much as we want to switch to save the environment, when you have an electric car, what's the first thing you want to do after getting in that car and driving for a while? Where do I charge? Where do I plug up at? Because right now, the only place in your mind that you can plug up is your house. Right. It's illegal to sit outside and plug your car somewhere unless you have permission to charge there. Now, I know some parking structures downtown Toronto allows complimentary charging while you're parked there. Right. You are paying, paying through the nose for parking, but I yeah. mean, you can get <laughs> you get free charging there. They're, uh, they're around the city. They're starting to place chargers superchargers or chargers in mall parking lots uh if you look at uh markfield mall, uh, markfield mall they have the actual official tesla um charging stations at that mall oh right and they have a whole lot of them i think the idea sounds good but if they don't allow electric cars to go the distance they're not going to make it either and that they're going to fail just like Google Stadia did because you need charging stations and the ability to go the distance for it to make sense. And then on top of that, electric cars are more expensive than the, the cars are. So, I mean, again, you're still losing. At least one thing that Stadia had was the games on there were a little bit more inexpensive. But I would rather Google just say, here, let's do a Game Pass approach. Pay with the membership, mm -hmm. you get to play any game. Why am I going to buy a game? to play on like i feel bad for people who bought games i mean obviously they're getting reimbursed but I, I actually thought about buying a game division i think it was division on the stadium but i'm like why am i curious to buy this whole game again like why right and yeah. then just after you paid for the hardware yeah yeah just to only be able to play on stadia there was no cross play with that ubisoft is just now rolling out cross play to their games some games are in phase one some games are in phase two Right. Uh, and I congrats to Ubisoft for even starting to roll out. I mean, uh, I'm currently uh, waiting for them to roll it out on Ferrata. I know they're in phase um, one right now where you can play cross play, but not with your friends. But you can still, all of the lobbies are joined together. So if you're playing on PC or consoles, everybody's playing together. I just can't send an invite to you on your platform and play with you. That's the only missing link, right? But again, all this stuff takes time. And to me, Google Stadia came too early. Had it came later, after certain things, it, it may be a different story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna shut down January 18th, so enjoy enjoy your games now while they're there. Safe transfer is gonna be a hit or miss, unfortunately. I think Bungie, uh, Ubisoft, and IO Interactive are working on it. Who knows if Rockstar is gonna be on that for their like their cloud redemption, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, but you're you're getting your money back for these games, which is which is nice. Like basically the money you put into it, you're 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 getting back. They didn't have to do that, but they're doing it. Um, and yeah, too early. I think.
but too early. I, I, you know, I think yeah. like you, you can't you can't put your eggs in that one basket, and Microsoft knows that. That's why they're they're still doing what they're doing plus X Cloud. Yeah. Of course, hands down. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I feel like we've been fair and we've we've gave our uh, point of view on on each one of these topics and really kind of like dissect it. Unless you have anything else, I'm out and I can go for the nuggets now. Now let's let's see some nuggets. All righty. Get the honey mustard dip. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Game Pass. Uh-huh. Uh, we're getting some some spice on Game Pass. Right. So Chivalry Two has always been a game that I've been wanting to check out. Nice. It's like a first person army game, like medieval mm-hmm. army game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks so cool. Uh, I, I I have to try that out. They got a Telltale Walking Dead seasons one and two uh, to add to the final chapter, which for some reason came there first, but it's like the last season of it. Uh, so I think they almost have all the Walking Dead uh, Telltale games on there. They got a Medieval Dynasty Costume Quest. Evil is that uh, Among Us 3D game that we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like Among Us. Uh, but it's like witches and and like witchcraft stuff. Um, Dyson Sphere program, okay. Uh, Dyson has a game, okay. And then the two that everybody's waiting for: Scorn and A Plague Tale Requiem. Those are the two games that everybody is waiting to play on uh, on Xbox. Right. Before before like um, oh, and Grounded. Everybody wants to play Grounded, hmm. which I hear is really good. Um, so, so the Microsoft acquisition has been approved by one regulatory body first, uh, and it's Brazil. And that's the one where they shared what everybody, all these companies said about the acquisition. And that's where we found out that uh, Sony was crying uh, to Brazil about the, the acquisition. Well, they were the first one to say yes. So that, that's pretty funny right there. Um, did, did you get to see this game, Wild Hearts? Sounds familiar. Yeah, it, it's uh, EA and Koei Tecmo's studio Omega Force, uh, who makes all the, like, the Musou games. So, like, Dynasty Warriors. Um, they're working on a Monster Hunter-like game. That's called Wild Hearts. Uh, and it's going to come out very soon, actually, in February 17th, 2023, for next-gen consoles only, uh, plus PC. And this game looks really good. It's I like, like Monster Hunter, but less complicated. Uh, the systems like in Monster Hunter are, are like a bit much sometimes. And this is mm. going to be like simpler, but the same like experience. I like what you said, next-gen only. I really believe that's all we need to be doing. And that's another reason yeah. why I'm hyped for uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, and I'd actually confirm that Ray Chasing is not just on a PC, but on a console as well. They mm-hmm. would that, that whole game would have been destroyed. And they would have got burnt out trying to make sure this game works on all, you know, old gen and then new gen. They, they don't. Mm-hmm. That That's partially the reason why Cyberpunk got in trouble. Because they were working mm-hmm. on so many versions of the game. Yep. It's yep. like they, they could have just done it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? So, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's next-gen versions are dropping very soon as well. 
July 13, 2023, and uh, free for current owners. Uh, so uh, that that'll be um, that'll be cool. It's looking like a pretty nice upgrade. Um, then we got uh, so Ubisoft Skull and Bones. The this game can't catch a break. It's the fifth time it's being delayed. Uh, so it's gonna come out March 9th, 2023, uh, and that's uh, after a, a player test. Uh, they decided we need to hold this back and implement some of this stuff uh, that um, that's in the player test. And this game, they should have canceled a long time ago, in my opinion, but uh, it is what it is. Video Game Donkey is uh, launching a game publishing company called Big Mode. And his plan is to get his hands dirty, get in there and help these indie devs find audiences and get them published because that's a big thing for a lot of indie games is finding a publisher to work with that's going to actually help you get this game out to people, uh, especially with how many games are coming out uh, on these various stores. So he wants to get in on it. He's got an audience that will listen to him if he says, oh, this game, here, you guys got to check this out. We're publishing it. It's good. Uh, I, I think it's a good idea. And um, I want to see where this goes. I'm actually, I want to see where that goes too. Mm -hmm. uh, so good, good old Nintendo. Uh, we, we, we caught a little bit of, uh, we caught a shot of Mario's ass from the movie. And then uh, apparently leaked is a picture of Mario's face mm -hmm. uh, for the movie. So uh, we're going to be getting a reveal very soon. We'll, we'll cover it next week. But they also have their own Nintendo Pictures uh, studio that they just set up. And these guys are going to be working on movies and TV and all sorts of visual media for all of their IP. And I think uh, Nintendo's like finally at that moment where they're like, we're tired of people mistreating our IP and movies and stuff over the years. We're going to do it ourselves. Uh, and they put on the Thanos gauntlet and they're just going in uh, ready to, um, to, to make cool stuff with their IP, which I think is going to be really wicked. Uh, I mean, we got, we got stuff like detective Pikachu that looked great mm -hmm. and that's like, kind of like the quality I'm hoping they can, uh, they can hear with some of their stuff. I mean, they got to top Sonic first. Yeah, exactly. They got it. They got to, mm -hmm. they got to talk, um, uh, they, they got to top Sonic because right now Sonic, it, the first one, it, it it did okay, but that second one completely just blew it up, and mm -hmm. and the reason I was so still true to the Sonic roots, so um, mm -hmm. they yeah. they got a they, and they found a way to marriage real people and a cartoon all at once, so mm -hmm. um, they got a long ways to go. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll gauge it fairly because, like I said, the first sign of the Hedgehog was okay. Um, but this second one really, like, stood out to the point where they're talking about making another one, um, giving Knuckles his spinoff, creating a whole universe. They got a long yep. way to go. But I'm sure that's where Nintendo's headed, so. Yeah. Yeah, they probably want they want to take it under their supervision. And I hope they bring back that Netflix uh, Legend of Zelda that they were going to make, but they canceled. Yeah. 
yeah because like people it, leaked it yeah yeah exactly yeah so or maybe even like they they were going to make a star fox uh show with college humor that looked pretty good it was like the puppets that uh, we sometimes saw when they uh they brought star fox out uh for reveals uh bring that back do it in-house uh, i'm sure shigeru miyamoto would be so happy uh to do that in-house uh and make that because he he loves those old um like puppet uh shows like uh, thunderball and like th those old shows like that mm -hmm. they could do some fun stuff is what i'm saying Absolutely. Uh, uh, now i want to go back to one i missed here um the valkyrie profile lenith port uh that comes with the deluxe edition of valkyrie elysium has been delayed to december 20 uh 22nd mm -hmm. uh i I wanted to get Valkyrie Elysium. I think it looks cool. Uh, action RPG as opposed to like Diofield, which is like the, the more strategy based one. Um, but I think I'm going to wait until I can get both because I, I think I should play Lenith first uh, before I jump, which is like it's the remake before uh, Elysium. Um, like that part of the story weaves in. Um, have you have you seen the any of the Valkyrie profile games? So I used to play um, Lenith and uh, I liked it, um, but I this new one is not really my forte. Mm -hmm. Not really nice. my forte. Yeah. And the uh, the last nugget we have, so they they revealed a new form of Diglet uh, called Wiglet that is uh, coming to Scarlet and Violet. Um, and they also just announced uh, a new trailer is dropping October 6th and uh, we'll cover it on next week's episode as well. So I think we're going to have like a good amount of Nintendo to cover uh, next, next week. All right. And that's it. Ready to go. All righty. That's, that's all we got for this one. Well, that was episode 127. Um, that was some good stuff. Mm -hmm. As we be playing these games, we will try to bring our point of view at because I I really feel like um, the excitement comes from playing a game that's highly anticipated, and uh, I will definitely be talking about. I mean, I'll pick up COD. I'm picking that up. I'm picking up um, Gotham Knights, so I'll be talking about that. I'm picking up Pokemon, so I'll be talking about that too. So. Um, I'll be talking about God of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing you, we talking about God of War. So look forward yeah. to us talking about um, the new games that's coming out that we'll be playing. Between me and Josh, we've pretty much tackled all the games. Oh, I don't think. There yeah, we, we don't overlap that's very often, but our coverage is bar none. Yeah, yeah. that's that's absolutely. <laughs> we hit the bases. <laughs> absolutely true. So, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, that's one twenty-seven. Appreciate everybody for uh, supporting. Um, but with that, we are out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night.